Shall we begin? Let's begin now. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Premier League Pulse. Deshapoy is not here today, so I will be your host, and I'll see how well I can do it, so whatever. And um, here to talk with me, uh, Namdi, also known as Wahala. I don't know what's on the screen, Parwa, something. <laughs> I don't know who that is, but he's joined, he's joined, he's joined here with us, and we also have Fethiah as well. You know, it's good to have both of you back, as always, to talk for football with you guys. Yeah, man, yeah, man. Yeah, so how are you guys doing? Man, I know, I know, yeah, I know yes, both of you are riding high, you know, 6-0 last week, 5-0 this week. I mean, just thrashing teams every every week. It's all good. It must feel, it must feel nice. <laughs> Bro, I was, I, was just, I was just talking to, to, to our small guys and I was telling them how this season we've done, I think we've done six twice. We've done five, three times. That's not to Five not six not done four nil twice, you know, thirty five goals seven games. Yeah, it's crazy. Like we're yeah. actually, if we look at it from that frame, we have quite a potent attack. And just imagine how much better we'd be doing if, you know, we had we had a Haaland. Yeah. Um. I mean, now that we're even on the topic of of Arsenal, now I mean, personally, I think. Dave for me were the team of the weekend because they just picked, they just blew Burnley apart. Like it was like a training session. Like it was such a great performance. I think um I think I, I think you guys had a, they had like a Dubai break, if I'm correct. And it looks like ever since that yeah. break, like you know, Arsenal yeah. has looked like the team that we saw last season, you know, like you know, because prior to that, they were people already saying that maybe they're they, they can't do it, they're tired of this, but they look they look good. You know, Arsenal really, really look like real, like you know, real, like real challengers, and that performance, you know, was was a real stamp. That look, we're not, we're not here to play. That last season was not a joke. That you know, we're in the conversation. I yep. mean, um, you know, I mean, is the, yep. would you guys agree, or do you have anyone else, any other teams in mind that you you could put up there for like the team of the performance of the weekend? I mean, for me, it's Arsenal, but in case. I doubt you guys have any, but you might. You, I might be shocked. <laughs> I I don't know if Namdi wants to go first, and then I'll go after. Okay, Fasar, you go first. Okay, um, so it was a great, yeah, it was a good performance. It was, yeah, the I'm happy. Like the attackers are like firing because just before the uh, mid-season winter break, like. We yeah, we were creating chances, but it just wasn't clicking in front of goal. We were missing chances. And I said it, I spoke to the guys, I said this midweek break is needed. Like we need to re recalibrate, just like go away, take a break and come back. And like the way they, they've come back, I've been impressed with what the attackers are doing. But then the defense as well, they've been fantastic. The reason why I wouldn't say it was the performance of the weekend is because it was Burnley, like in the bot they're in the bottom three like it we we're expected to win like we we're expected to get the three points my team my performance of the weekend i would say chelsea no one gave chelsea a chance against man city 
the way they played to go to Etihad and like actually defend that way. Like I think that's the first time Disassi and Cole will have played as a partnership. And Disassi for me, I, I know we'll get to this, but he was my player of the weekend. He was literally he's anytime the ball came in, he was getting his head to it first. Cole was calm, like both of them played really well. And then when they got the ball, they broke on City with pace. Cole Palmer was finding those balls. If Jackson was just a little bit more clinical, they could have been like 2-0 up at halftime. So I think for me, Chelsea were like the like team performance of the weekend. I'll give it to Chelsea. I, I get that. Uh, just a quick correction. When you said nobody gave them a chance, you know. You know, <laughs> when, when Shola came to I did I did tell you. <laughs> what the... I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm not, I'm not, you know, bigging myself up or anything. Fair enough, fair but enough. Yeah, I, I agree. That was, so the thing is, I, I think it, it just, because of the context, you know, it's City, just about edged Arsenal's performance. As much as that was Burnley, it was still clinical, it was still great passing, and you could see all the understanding in the team has grown. I agree with Isai, we needed that. Uh, mid-season recharge, um, but yeah, yeah, I think I think we have to give it to Chelsea. Chelsea did stand up to City, man, and given all their struggles this season, that's noteworthy. You know, um, yeah, those you guys make very very good points. You know, with I think with Chelsea, um, just to add to Fasayo's point, I think as well as Chelsea defended, Chelsea did open City up a few times as well. You know, Chelsea yeah. had some chances that, you know, they, that if they, like, if Sal said it, they were more clinical, like I think Sterling had one, Jackson had one. If they're more clinical, they could have gone up like two or three nil at a point. So, you know, I think, you know, you know, I can agree with Chelsea, I guess, because, you know, like you did say, no one gave them a chance. I didn't give them a chance. I Me, mean, I was expecting to hammer it. To be fair, because you know how Pep does, he'll big you up before he like you know how you, yeah, you know like when he wants to cook something, you just marinate and spice it up. <laughs> that's what it felt like. It felt like he was just marinating <laughs> to, just, to just cook, to just grill them. But you know, it was a great performance by by um Chelsea. And yeah, I think um apart from Desassi, I think I'm also gonna give Gallagher and Enzo. I think they did really, really well as well in the middle. You know, they were able to hold their own in the middle of the park and, you know, they were they were exceptional. So I think for me, you know, those three Chelsea players were the ones that stood out for me the most this weekend. So, like, if I was to pick any of the player of the weekend from there, it would, be, it would go from there. One of those three, any of those three. I just can't even pick one, to be fair. So, um, so my, my player of the weekend was... Sorry, so please go ahead. No, go ahead. I was actually going to tell you to go ahead. Oh, okay. My player of the weekend was Martin Odegaard. I thought he was busy. I thought he was extremely comfortable on the ball. I thought his vision was exceptional. I think he's another player who... I read something. I'm not going to pretend it's an original idea about how Odegaard last season barely played outside of the Prem. And that probably contributed to his um, high goal scoring rate and production. But this season, he struggled a bit because he's had more appearances in Champions League and other competitions. Um, 
I think he needed that mid-season break. He had lost his way a bit. He was a little low on confidence. But the Burnley game showed that he's coming somewhere close to his best. And yeah, he was my player of the weekend. That's fair enough. You know, I think, um, I mean, with that, I mean, you know, these are all great shouts. I mean, I don't think all the players mentioned, I don't think you can really argue against any of them because they all put on really, really good performances. And, you know, now that we're even speaking about Arsenal, I'm just going to segue into Liverpool and go into the title race now. And let's go with Liverpool. So, you know, Mo Salah back from injury, goal assist. But the problem is it's more injuries for Liverpool. Jota out for rumor two months. Um, Sobozla is not back. Trent is out. Darwin Nunes is a doubt. Curtis Jones is out. So, you know, so it's like... Allison. Allison out as well. So, Allison, a hamstring injury in training. So, I mean, can you... Is it safe to say that, like, it's, it's, it's falling apart for Liverpool? Or do you think they have enough in the tank to keep that challenge going? So, um... I wouldn't say it's fallen apart just yet. Because, yeah, depending on, like, they've had injuries throughout the season. They've been they've been coping. I think they've only lost two games in all competitions throughout the season. So I think, like, even with that, they've been, they've been coping. They have a fight. They have a game tomorrow. They play Luton tomorrow. They're playing at home. Uh, I know, like, if it was a Kenilworth road, I might have said, okay, it might be a tougher game, but at home, I expect them to win. And I think he could, like, he could get away with, like, resting some players for the cup final on Sunday. Going forward, where I think it might be an issue is, is because they're still in all those other competitions. They're still in the Europa League. They're still in the FA Cup. They're fighting at the top of the Premier League. So... I think that would be tough for them. Like having to play every three days. And if they keep on picking in if they keep on picking up injuries, that will be tough. Yeah. yeah, so for me, looking at Liverpool, I think the whole season, the entire season, this uh 23-24, they've shown that they have the appetite, you know, and sometimes that's a stronger quality than the size of your squad. Sometimes that's a stronger quality than the type of football you're playing. Liverpool clearly have the hunger and then they have the incentive as well of their manager leaving at the end of the season. I'm sure they want to win to give him a proper send-off. I think he himself as well would like to leave on that high because despite all the good things he's done, one Premier League in nine years, people are going to talk about it. However... I do see that a thin score is going to hurt them, just like you said. You know, especially in the positions they've lost the players that they've lost. You know, Jota was looking like somebody who was going to give them extra options. And Liverpool have that edge on us in that they have more goal-getters than we do. That, you know, when it comes down to the crunch, you can rely on Nunez, you can rely on Salah, Jota. Now they're down two of those. That's a big problem for them going forward. I still think that um, it's... So Bosley's absence in the midfield that hurt them the most because their revival this season has been built on that rejig midfield. You know what I mean? And so Bosley is somebody who he can play metronome at times and keep it taking over. He can give you a surge. Um, and I and I think his his absence is something that even though they haven't felt it, 
they'll feel it when they start playing the important game against the bigger teams. So at this point, I think I can actually stick my neck out and say that the injuries are going to hurt Liverpool. I think they'll make a push of it. They'll make one hell of a dogged fight out of it, but just maybe a bridge too far based on those injuries. If if they don't get a clutch of them come back, you know, in time, um, yeah, they're, they're facing they're facing a struggle there. Welcome back. We thought you had ruptured. <laughs> nah, just, I don't know. You were a technical issue, but it's all good. But I mean, as you mentioned, Sobos, like, I think I also want to mention the, uh, the absence of Curtis Jones. Um, I think Curtis Jones has quietly become an important player for Liverpool because I don't know if it was Shopway that was mentioning some a few podcasts ago about how, you know, Jones knows how to pop up in these dangerous spaces. You know, he knows how to pop up in these pockets of space. And he's, he's he was also quietly another goal threat. So I think that's another player that they're going to miss a lot. Can McAllister do it on his... McAllister, Endo, uh, who Grab do they have? Uh, Gravenberg, can they do it on their own? Honestly, I'm not sure. Because even Gravenberg, to be honest, has not been... You know, he's not been that... He's been all right, you know, inconsistent, young kid. So he still has a lot to learn. But um, I think Endo decent as well. But, you know, McAllister, Soboslai, Jones are the midfielders I feel like, you know, you, you with them out, you definitely feel their absence. Like, there's no way. I mean, yeah. you know, that's just, with, you know, with the, you know that's just my own take with on, on Liverpool and how, like, I, I don't think it's cr- crumbling apart just because they're that team that have that mentality to just fight to the end. But I just think that the injuries was, these some of these injuries is where they'll fall short. You know, I can't stick my neck out like I've been doing all season, saying that they'll win the league now. I can't do that now because of these because of this injury crisis. But you know, you know, it's let's see, and you know, and I guess um, if the, do you have guys have anything else you want to add with Liverpool? No, I was just I was just gonna say like even if like even if that three can like gel and like go forward and do it. It will be hard for them because who do you yeah. bring? Like when one person's tired, like you, yeah. like you bring them to play every three days. Every still have the Europa. Yeah, so it's yeah. like even if they're good, you still need someone looking on the like. Okay, today you need to rest. You play sixty minutes. This person comes on, like that young kid hasn't played the whole season. Uh, Bacetic, he's been injured as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Yeah, he played like fifteen minutes against Arsenal. Got injured again. Uh, I don't know, Avi Elliott, I, I see him more as like a wide player than like a midfielder. I don't know if yeah. he can yeah. field like Subba's lie would do. So yeah, like, it'll, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they cope going forward. You know, the okay. one thing that I want, the one thing that I reject, so before we move on, is Arsenal had these sorts of seasons sometime in the past under Wenger when we just have a lot of players go down and then some guys I don't want to name names but OG was saying at that time that our medical team is is terrible and suspect (laughs) (laughs) I'm interested to see his take now you know I know he's he's complaining he's whinging as he usually does he's whinging about the medical team I don't think that's what it is (laughs) I don't think that's what it is I think it's just coincidence you know what I mean yeah. Maybe, maybe those guys just aren't fit. Maybe it's just that. 
Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. You know, while staying in the Titan race, but moving on from, from Liverpool. Let's go into City. That's not, a, you know, out of the traditional top six teams, they still just have one, one win this season. And obviously, guess who it was against? Against United. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, you know, that's Dickie at Old Trafford. But, you know, against the traditional big six now, they were, um, They've, you know, they have, they only have, they have one win in, in five. They um, drew, you know, they drew, they drew with Spurs. They lost to Arsenal, beat us, drew Liverpool, to Liverpool, and they drew with Liverpool. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, is is does this go back into what we were saying earlier in the season that maybe City don't have the hunger as much anymore, or, or what's going on there? So, Cesar, like, you go first. Like. No one has ever done four in a row. Yeah. There's a reason why no one's it's hard. Uh, yep. It's, yep. When you when you win and you win and you win, and you've been at a club for that's why I give props to people like Ferguson and even Pep himself to be able to like get like because they're hearing the same voice. Mm-hmm. Maybe it, in days it might have been easier, but even Fergie did the same thing, it would change it up, it would bring in new players because if you're staying with the same, they get tired of hearing the same thing. You've heard the same thing. You've heard the same thing. How do you, how does this manager like motivate you again? So like you've done this, you've you've reached the pinnacle. You've done three in a row. You won the treble, and then you have to like go again. It's yeah. very hard. And like now, like most teams like are gunning for you. Like okay, you have a target on your back. They're coming for you. Like oh. This is the best team in the world. When you play them, people are extra. Like, okay, we need to. So it's hard to like get it going. Like, yeah, most like, and we're used to City doing this. Like, first half of the season, like they just like I keep on using this NBA uh analogy. Yeah, it's like, like regular season and playoff yeah. mode, and yeah. then Jackie comes playoff. Like that's when they get into it. So even this season after the World Cup. Uh, the World Club Cup that they won, they went on a road. They were winning and winning and winning. I think Chelsea was the first one where they dropped points. So, yeah, like, I, I still see them in that playoff mindset where they're like, okay, guys, we still have to do this. But that's why I give Pep, like, huge credit for him to, like, be able to keep on motivating them. Like, some teams wouldn't even, like, be in a title race. Mm-hmm. They won the treble. They would just ease off and, like, maybe take a seat. How many times have, li- like, look at last season, Liverpool were, like, after they... Uh, challenge on the f- uh, forefront and won two titles. They fell off the next season. So for Pep to be here again, like yeah. huge credit to him. Yeah, I mean it's it's um that's one of the reasons why you know, obviously as a United fan, I love Fergie, but I think one of the things that I loved about him was the the ability to be able to build and build like build new teams and keep let's keep stay that dominant stay that competitive you know like people think it's just about just buying players it's not just about buying players because you have to instill a mentality into these players you know like it's it's ridiculous as as poor quote unquote that we're calling city if they went today they go one point behind liverpool yeah city went what they went on a run earlier in the season where i think they won what two games in eight and they're still they could be one point behind. I mean, yeah, right now they're struggling against Brentford because Brentford are defending with their lives. Like they had they even cleared a shot off the line. But you know, 
I guess for me, City is one team we can never rule out. Yeah. Never ever rule them out, especially with Pep, you know, because these guys they City have they're very capable of winning the next 15 games. Like we've seen them doing so you know, I don't think you, it's you, that you can rule them out, that, you know. That's that's where that's where you know I just diverge slightly from you guys. I want to pick up on the NBA thread from from uh, Desire. Gosh, I just sounded like I'm on a Zoom call. I'm not going to pick up any thread. I'm just going to jump in. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, first of all, if you look at City, City has a devastating run of games coming up very soon. Yeah. And because of that devastating run of games, I'm going to make bold and say now they're not going to win 15 games on the spin. They've they've done themselves a disfavor, a discredit, if you like, by not not being topped before they go on that run. That's first thing. Second thing is I think in all competitive um, leagues, just check in the world of sports, you it's so difficult, like Sarah said, to breach that to go beyond that three peak level in the NBA. Since the Celtics went on that mad run early on, when there were no very few teams, very little challenge to them, no team has done more than three in a row. In fact, the three peat is so rare that it's only the Chicago Bulls twice under Jordan, and I believe the Lakers, Shakovia, yeah, have done three peats. Yeah, and after that, there's there's burnout. It's crazy. Here's another thing, another stat. I don't know if it means much to you guys. But Pep Guardiola has never won more than three championships in a row his entire career. As oh, winning as he is, he did, he, he did two and one at Barcelona. He did three in a row at Bayern. He, he himself, he's not a machine. He runs out of, of, I don't know if it's the enthusiasm or the motivation. Something after that three is almost like a, it's, it's, it's a bridge too far, if I, if I can use that metaphor for the second time tonight. Um, but I'm looking at this season and anything can happen. Like you guys said, you can't rule City out. But, man, listen, I'm just looking at the fixtures, man. And March <laughs> is tough for them. Yeah, man. It's, it's horrid. And this is... They're of games. FA Cup going to be in there. Yeah. Prime's going to be in there. Champions League's going to be in there. It doesn't matter how fresh your squad is. It doesn't matter how much self-will you have. You're going to suffer. So let's see how they do, man. This is the first time this season. I haven't looked at those fixtures where I feel like, you know what, us dropping out of the cups is going to help us. You know? It's really going to help us. So let's see, man. And I'm also really happy that we've won, we've won big games this season, starting with the Community Shield, beating City at home beating Liverpool at home. We've won some big games. So let me talk up the Arsenal now. Now is as good a time as ever to win our first championship in so long. Now is as good a time as ever, man. Well, you know, a lot of us are rooting for you guys, so I hope that's, that's crazy. That's really? Of course, dude. You wow. Think, you think I want... You, you know think I want to do it? Fair enough, fair yeah. enough. Even last season, I was really guys. Fair enough, fair enough. I so, like that. 
So like it's all good, you know. I I like to be fair. You have a very you have, the Arsenal actually has a very likable team. To be fair, if I'm being honest, but you know, I guess you know now that we we've talked about the Tyson race for a bit, I think we can now move on to the top four challenge. And um, I think you know first let's let's go into United first. Another very unconvincing win, you know. Which has been our story this season that when we win games, it's not usually con it's not usually convincing, you know. I mean, we went to Luton and faced twenty shots, you know. <sighs> bro, I mean, bro, you got the three points. Kenilworth, bro, the three points. Let me see. I'm always happy with the three points. I'm always happy with the win. And what the only like the positive I always take from this is that even when we're playing, we're not playing well. We know how to win, so it's something that you can build on. Um, and you know, and I think that victory really, officially, really puts us back in the top four race because with Spurs losing as well, what we're three points behind Spurs, five points behind Villa. You know, do you guys not? You know, I know Fasai, you have you, you had United finishing fourth. Yeah, I know. The last time we spoke, you still stuck to that. Are you still sticking with that? I'm still stick. Like I just, I've said it. Ten Hag has this way, he like he knows how to just pick up wins. Yeah, and I said like once you guys start getting your players back without any Euro, without the Carabao, you just have the FA Cup and the Premier League to focus on. I see you guys like no distractions gain into it. I've said it, Villa once they get back into the Conference League, knowing Unai. That's a bigger chance for them to win the title. I can see him focusing more on that. And if he wins that and he finishes fifth, fifth can still, like, depending on how City and Arsenal do in the Champions League, fifth can still get Champions League. So if he wins a, a title and gets fifth, he would take that over just getting fourth and no title. So I see them, like, being distracted and United having that. And with Spurs, they... Hange is a gambler. So they will have games where they might smash you 3-0 but then there'll be games where they could lose like 3-1 because they will give you chances yeah. so I just see that like against the when they play like good teams like I see them like like they were lucky against Brighton I mean yeah. even Wolves to be fair Wolves gave them a game yeah Wolves so, be yeah you know like um and speaking of Wolves you know the, the second goal brilliant brilliant finish from um was it yeah, what, yeah. Gomez? You know the counter attack. You know that's a, that's a perfect like the counter out the break from Neto. The you know the cut back. You know that took out that defender. The pass and then the finish was ooh top corner. You know that was that was brilliant. You know it was good to see. You know Wolves one of those teams that they're a good team. You know they're not a team that you just go there and expect to beat because they're a stubborn team. Um, you know I heard something. Gary O'Neill being in the frame for England manager. Well, you know this these guys in the press. Anything that will get your, your tongue wet, they're on it. <laughs> that's, that's, the English, that's the English press for you. That's the, the English press for you. They moved from Eddie Howe, me. Yep. No. Nobody's talking Eddie Howe anymore. Speaking of Eddie Howe, that's another press person that's actually under a lot of pressure. You know, with Newcastle, you know, with their inconsistent form, you know, they dropped points again, a game that they could have easily lost against Bournemouth. You know, I think Bournemouth were actually the better team on the day. You know, um, 
so I mean, with Newcastle, like, what's going on there? Like, what, like, I have us not beating them three one. What? Okay, so I can tell you, I told you. three one to the Arsenal this coming week. I would not okay. be surprised. <laughs> I would not be surprised with the way both teams are playing. No, but so, so, so it's just, just so to take you back a bit. Eh? You see, you see, it's, I just want to say something very quickly. Villa are more Spursy than Spurs. I don't even see them <laughs> in the top five. I actually don't see them finishing top five. It's wild, bro. I won't be surprised. I'll be very surprised. When I could fuck it up, I won't be surprised. Yep. 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 I don't see them in the top five. So I'm just looking, I'm looking at that calculus. And I also had United in fourth seventh season. I think I'm going to stick with that. You know, I think, I think maybe Spurs pushed them, but I think United finished fourth. Tanak is a good manager. Forget these, the style of play thing is a worthy critique. He hasn't found his way around getting his team to play. But he, you're right. He does know how to get get the win, and now he's got a a striker that he's been looking for. And uh, man, Hoyland, Hoyland, man. I remember when we were talking about this thing earlier, and again, my favorite guy, OG, exactly, <laughs> who was imprisoned in the moment, decided that Hoyland was getting was stealing a living. I see my guy now. The finishing is. Actually, top drawer. Forget the the scoring rates. The finishing is actually top drawer. You know, right. and then you know, he has that poacher's instinct. Yeah, we said it like he was playing in a team where Anthony was playing on the right, and all Anthony wants to do is cut in and shoot. Rashford, beginning of the yeah. season, yeah. I don't know what Rashford was doing beginning of this season. So they weren't like he's yeah. a yeah. player that like. Rise and service. You saw at Atlanta, he makes those uh, front post runs, cross the ball, he'll get you goals. He just needed that confidence. Exactly. Young exactly. boy, new league, game you baby, see. the baby, baby. You know? all that pressure. I was like, just give this guy time. But you know, Alex, Alex likes sensational stuff. <laughs> Alex always in a hurry, always in a hurry. And I, and I guess maybe obviously the rivalry now, the Liverpool. Yeah, was he was he was happy to troll them. And yeah, there was also a bit of that just trolling these guys. No, but I I like what I've seen of Hoyland. I've seen him speak like post match and that soft spoken boys. You know those that dangerous yeah. when he's in the game. That's when the animal comes out. But yeah, off 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 the pitch, he's he's quiet. Looks like a lad who just works. I like him for United, man. I really do. But again, you know the press going crazy. Somebody saying. Maybe he's a good heir to Van Nistelrooy. I'm like, just no, relax. No. Relax. Let him you know, like, you know, like, that, that's, that's the problem with the press now. Like, once it's, it's they're always extremes. Once yeah. something happens, it's either it's the end of the world or it's the best thing to slice bread. Thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, it's crazy. Like, yeah, the, like it's good to see him scoring. You know, his scoring record, you know, he broke that record for youngest consecutive goals or something. Yeah, but younger, still, like, yeah. you know, he's 20 years old. Like, don't start talking about the next Van Nistelrooy. Like, stop it. Let the boy learn. Sorry, he just he turned 21 recently. Yeah, recently. So, like, let the kid learn. Like, I mean, like, come on. I mean, even when Garnacho broke out, they were talking, making comparisons with Cristiano Ronaldo. Like, it's like, come on, like, stop it. That's, that's kind of, it's, it's this social media fans, they love yeah, to man. 
just just enjoy watch it enjoy it yeah and and the thing is i guess also every club because particularly like the prem now is is so tight in the margins between teams so when you get something that looks like it's going to give you if you pardon my boring this indifferential you know you jump on that bandwagon you feel me and then when it looks like there's something marginal that's going to drop you down it's the same thing or oh, it's all chaos it's the end you feel me so um Yeah, man. I, I I think just for the top four race, looking at it, I think it will it will be tight. But I have I have United, Spurs, Villa. That's the next. That's the next three. After that, of course, I, I don't think there can be any doubt that the top three is going to be from between City, Liverpool, and and Arsenal. So yeah. the next three in that order: United, Spurs, Villa. I think that's where I land. Spurs, Spurs in their last four games. They play City, Arsenal, Liverpool, and then somebody else. So mm. that's, that's wow. Ending wow. today. City. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's that's that that's not how you want it. Those are not kind of games you want to see. Those are not the fixtures you want to end the season with. That is not how you want to end it at the business end as well. Yep. Oh, man, that's crazy. That's crazy. I like Ange, though. Uh, I like what he's about. I like how he gets about his business. I like that he doesn't want anybody to talk off to him. Chat <laughs> shit, man. I love that. I mean, yeah, he's, just he's, so he's a good, man. he's he's like a good manager, up, man. to be fair on him. You know, but... You went, you went, you went to the wrong club. Yeah, Sorry. I just... I mean, yeah. look, I, I believe I believe in, yes, you know, like to be playing on the front foot, but at the same time, sometimes you have to you have to have sense with your game. Like, uh, it was it against Chelsea that, like, there were nine men and they were playing this high line. Like, come on. Like, you, that's just, that's just, I, I don't know what kind of, I don't even know if it's ego or stupidity. Like, I don't know what to call it. Like, what is that? You know? Like, what are you trying to he's prove? He's the definition, definition of I die fighting. That's yeah. actually <laughs> I die for literally, literally, man. The guy has no, he does like caution, like caution. Is and it's not, it's not in his dictionary. It's, it's you crazy. Know, if we think about it psychologically, he's probably the kind of guy who really wants to be liked, but doesn't want to look like he wants to be liked. So right. I think he, he, he gets the kick out of getting his players to go for it. I guess a kick out of his players saying he's the kind of guy who will make them go for it. And everybody all you know all pumps to the deck. <laughs> I, I think the football of today doesn't really work with that kind of manager anymore. But the manager has to have control. Like you said, he has to have sense. Mm-hmm. You get me? So, yeah, they're missing that a little bit. There has to be some sort of control, you know. It's just it's um it's crazy, man. But I mean, I think. You know, before I'll be fair, I, I sat on the fence a lot with the top four race, but I think I'm a little more. I'm a bit quite. I'm quietly optimistic that we are going to grab that fourth spot. You know, I think one of the biggest things was Casemiro coming back, even though he did have a great game against Luton, but um, every single game him and Mina have played, we've won. So you know, like having that such an experienced player with just an upcoming talent is is great to see. You know, and also, I, I mean, also, we've had some injury setbacks with Lissandra and Shaw, so that's another, 
that's another, you know, issue because you know, Shaw didn't even last well, 45 minutes. I think he was subbed off in like the 39th or so with, with a recurrence of his injury. Lissandra is probably going to be out to like, I think, the end of next month. So, well, Shola, how, how do you guys solve your Casemiro problem? Because he clearly can't do yeah, he can't his be legs a top are gone. He's got, his, legs, his legs are going. Um, you have to buy what are you guys going to do? I personally, I think we need a, I personally think we need another midfielder in the summer, like a young, a young midfielder in the summer. Like, yeah, we have Kobe Mino, but you know, I don't think Kobe, I, I don't want to see Kobe Mino playing a six, I'd rather see him playing like an eight. Because you know, because he's so yeah. good on the ball, he yeah. knows how to progress the ball. But to play him as a lone six, bring or, money to the or, or someone that can play right next to him, <laughs> you know, that can just do all the <laughs> bring money for Lokonga will give you. That's he had a great game against us, though. <laughs> <laughs> actually, look, he's yeah. been doing all right at Luton, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. I think, um, yeah, midfield is one of the. In my opinion, it should be one of the priority positions we should address this summer. Midfield and centre back, in my opinion, are the two most crucial positions we need. You can go um, back from Frankie the Young. <laughs> but, <laughs> Frankie the Young, he, he, he came out bullish, bro. You still talking about you don't? He wants to stay by Barcelona for many yeah, years. Yeah, he you, said really? a fake news. He said today, yeah. The press oh. need to they need to research their stories. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Is wow. the team of his yeah, dreams. Fuck off, I beg. Wow. <laughs> Bro, like, you, okay, he's on my blacklist. Like, I don't, I don't want to see his bad. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. That dude is only 26, so I, yeah. I don't know how I, I lost track yeah. of the baby. He's only 26, so he has so much football in front of him. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you're still saying so that. So much football in front of him. But, yeah. But sorry, yeah, what, 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 what do you guys... If you were, if you were to, so sorry, yeah. If you guys were to project to the summer now, and just looking around, you say one piece. Of course, your team is going to buy maybe two or three, but the one piece that you think will set you up for next season, who would that be? I'm going to say name a player, not position. Oh, name player. a player. Oh, yeah. that's tough. Wish um... list. Go for it. I already know what Namdi is gonna say. There's a player I like, but you see, there's a player I like, but my issue too is that he seems a bit. He seems to pick up these niggles every now and then. But this dude at Everton, um, Onana. Oh, Onana. I like. I I think he's the kind of player that needs to play next to Menu. Someone that has that defensive awareness, that's yeah. decent on the ball, that can progress the ball and can do all the dirty work. So I, I, I would, I would yeah. go. With him. Yeah. What about what about Joe Paulinia? I like Paulinia, but his age. He's, he, I think he's thirty now. Really, yeah. I thought he was twenty-eight already. Really, yeah, or is he twenty-nine? No, or 30? I know, it's, I know, either in his late twenties or he's, he just turned thirty. He's one of the two. You know, so I'll, yeah, he's another one I'm a big fan of, but you know, it's just his age. Like, for he's he's he, yeah, for me, it's just his age. You know, I mean, yeah, even if he's 29, he can still give you like two, three years, but you know, we want someone. I, I'm looking for looking at 
in the long He's term, like, like, in like five, six years. So bring three hundred for rice. It's okay. Find someone else. I'm I'm just gonna left it side go because you already know who mine is. I already know who you want. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't want to bring Big Vic, please. I don't want to I yeah what Shakba and Namdi want him, but I don't want to bring Big Vic. Let's get it over with. Yeah, I mean he's a good player, but I don't know. There's something about him that's just I don't know that I just don't feel. So, I don't know what it is. I'm an I'm like and I'm not even I'm not even ashamed to say I'm an aesthetics player. I like a player that looks good. Like he, like when he plays, you like Vic doesn't. That's why I didn't like Lukaku. Lukaku yeah, that, yeah, you know, with you Lukaku, yeah, I, like he, I get the same vibe with Lukaku, with Vic. <laughs> like he just looks awkward. Yeah, do you know what? Do you know what? Yeah, go on. He'll do well at PSG. I agree with you. But you know what it is about Vic that nobody else has. Not no center forward, not even Haaland has right now. What? Vic just has that street hooker mentality. Yeah. He's a I don't care yeah. what is, is happening. I'm gonna keep going. And you know I'm a Yanis fan. Victor mm -hmm. Simon gives me Yanis vibes. Like he's gonna mm -hmm. keep working, he's gonna keep adding to his game till the day he dies. He's going to keep pushing no matter how much breath he has left. And I think we look at us, man, bro. We're scoring goals 21 in the last in the last five without a top striker. Just put Vic there. Let Vic just give you 25 this season. Just 25. You don't even need more than that from him. Do you understand what I mean? I mean, we're, we're, we're doing okay with Eddie freaking and Ketia <laughs> in the ranks. Give me Vic, man. It's right. cool. So now, just, can you just imagine us being able to switch things around so much that you can play Jesus and Victor Osimhen? Can you just imagine that yeah. with everybody else? Oh, <laughs> damn! What made me come? <laughs> <laughs> oh my days! Uh, oh, that is hilarious. So, you, what do you think about Tony? Because you guys have been heavily linked with him. I don't want him. Bro, he's like 29 as well. And Brentford are going to want like 100 mil. I'm not... Yeah. Like, Tony's not 100 mil. I agree. You know you know who Tony reminds me of? He reminds me of Darren Bentz. That's who Tony reminds me of. But it's just a little bit better version <laughs> of Darren Bentz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, my goodness. I'm, I'm dead serious. No, that's, like, that's, that's not cool. No, that's that's ben, who, like, ben, he's ben a good player, like yo, but Benz used to was a good was a goal scorer too. Yeah, like, would give oh, you yeah, yeah, yeah. spread. Sure. Give easily give you twenty, you know. But like, like I said, he's better than I think he's better than Darren Ben. Don't get me wrong, but I don't okay. think you know people are projecting him as a striker that can elevate a big yeah. team. Yeah. I, I I don't see it. I don't like, see I it. I personally don't see it, you know. I think maybe for a top four team, challenger, like maybe yeah. United Spurs. Because right now we're top four challengers. We're not anywhere. We're even needing them, Hoyland. Exactly. I mean, I'm not, I mean I'm, not, I'm not even saying like one. I'm just saying like those are the kind of teams, you know, maybe like Spurs or even Villa. Those are I, the kind of teams. Yeah. 
you fit like a West Ham. Put like bow. <laughs> I'm being serious. Like put Bowen and Kudus around that's it. That's true. That's West true. Been playing Europe for the past three yeah, seasons. That's actually that's yeah. That's true. Like yeah, you know, like the kind of money that I've been seeing. I'm like, I I won't pay that for him. I I'd rather pay that on a much younger striker. Yeah. That has the you know that has the potential. You know, but um, I, I guess think, I think the. I think West Ham, I'm sorry, Brentford will wise up with someone. No one's going to pay 100 mil for him. They'll take 60. I think so, man. Even at 60, I don't want him. I mean, in today's yeah, market, same, I think same, 60 same. is decent. Yeah. For a 20 yeah. goal striker, that's decent. You know, in, today, in today's market, I just, and I think, what well, he's, is he, does he have one more year on his deal or is it two years? I think one more. Even his, his attitude as well, like some, st some stuff he says. Like he 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 was out for eight months because of his gambling thing, and Brentford is stuck with him and and on the on the eve of like returning, he had he did an interview and like he's saying like yeah I saw that for a big team, bro. Like this team has stayed with you. Just like <laughs> calm down, get back, play, see mm -hmm. what the fuck is. You understand? Yeah, yeah. Like, big team. yeah. And then yeah, I saw that interview and I was like that for me it just, it just rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, like. You know, you've been suspended for doing something stupid, and the first thing I do is that you basically go to God, do it, come and get me, please, to the big team. Yeah. Like, like and then, that's just not cool. There was an interview where Thomas Frank was like, "Yeah, like pretty much, I, like we all know, like if Antonio is going to be going this summer, like just like you know, like Tony has said he wants to go. Brentford can use the money, so he's like, yeah. And then they asked Tony about it. He's like, well, he seems like he doesn't want me. I was like, dude, why you? What is up with you, man? <laughs> this guy has supported you, done so much for you. Like, I don't understand the guy. Yeah. What? He's no, he's not, he's not, he's not Arsenal. Like, he, he's not the kind of player that Arteta wants. Anyway, I think we can be comfortable with that. Yeah. He's not the kind of player Arteta. Arteta wants players that contribute to the team spirit. Yeah. I think every purchase that he's brought on has shown us that. And Tony seems a bit like a loner. You know, mm -hmm. I know they love him at Brentford, but he's playing for himself mostly. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's part he of He gives me that kind of vibe. Like he, uh, he gives me that kind of vibe as that, that, like, it's all about him, you know? And, yeah, I think with the way, as I say, with the way teams are now building with, like, younger players, these top teams... They're trying to get you want to get that spirit right. You want you want to get that togetherness. You don't want someone that'll come and divide the dressing room. I mean, I'm not saying he's that kind of person, but mm -hmm. you know, he ha he has shown those kind of tendencies. You know, so that's just why, you know, I'll I'll be wary about a signing like Tony. Like I like the player. I think it's a very good player, but personally for me, I don't think I would want I would want him. That's just if my you're opinion. going to be if you're going to be a loner. You better be Ronaldo. Exactly. Yeah. You better be Cristiano. You have to be Ronaldo or Messi. Like, you have to be. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Anyways, guys. Yeah. You know, let's, I guess we've been we've been on for quite a bit now. Um, just want to thank you guys for coming. You know, hey, it's always before we go. With you guys. Before okay. We, before we go, let me just quickly goal of the weekend. Okay. My goal of the weekend... I'm going to give it to Darwin. Ooh. 
I thought that was a bad boy. That was, that was a bad boy finish. The keeper didn't go down. The keeper was standing and he yeah, still got that was over. Bad, that was a bad boy finish. That was a bad boy finish. Yeah. That was a bad boy finish. I think for me, Sha, you know, I think I already spoke about it. I already spoke, the goal I liked the most was, um, you know, Yao Gomez the second. That was you know, the build-up and the finish. It was just, oof. You know, that, it was just brilliant, you know. And, and obviously, I, and it was the match winner. Yeah, I liked I liked Bukayo Saka's second for very personal right? reasons. Right? I love when he hits it off the line. Yeah, yeah. I love when he hits it right. I think he's getting good at just finding that narrow point in the goal when the keeper is near post. Do you understand what I mean? I loved I loved that goal. I loved everything about it. It's probably not the best goal, but it was my personal favorite for the weekend. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, guys, again, once again, thank you guys so much. Um, and those of you that have stayed on for this long, thank you for listening and watching. And don't forget to follow us and subscribe on YouTube and Twitter. And we'll be back for the next one. All right. Take care. Nice one, guys. Peace. Let me go.